If you're tired of waiting in line to the coffee shop for fancy coffee, then you need to check out Coffee Toppers Cold Foam, your shortcut to barista-quality beverages at home. No mess, no hassle. Just skip that line and flex your at-home barista skills. Whether you like a little foam or a lot, enhance your coffee or maybe it's tea or soda. So many drink options. They taste amazing with Coffee Toppers Cold Foam. Go to coffeetoppersfoam.com or find it at your closest retail location or have it delivered from Amazon straight to your house. That's Coffee Toppers we love a little bit of drama around here. Secrets, affairs, backstabbing, betrayal. Prime Video has it all included. Like the new history-bending love story, My Lady Jane, and the sexy romantic new movie, The Idea of You, starring Anne Hathaway. Or add-on channels like Max for drama-filled favorites like HBO original, The White Lotus. Find your happy place. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. St. Bonaventure Mission works to provide Navajo families with many of the things people never think about. Whether it's fresh water, clothing, or many other necessities, St. Bonaventure Mission provides support to the Eastern Navajo Reservation. The mission is often the last and best hope in their struggle to survive among poverty and hardships. So please go to this website and make your donation to St. Bonaventure. It's stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will go a long way in providing much-needed everyday items people may take for granted. St. Bonaventure VentureMission.org. Live from the Mercedes-Benz Interview Lounge. All right, well, I don't know if this is going to be a good or bad interview. Good, good because Anthony Rodilla is here. It's bad because I'm not there, and he's totally pissed off. Oh, there he is. Hi, Anthony. How are you? Hello. Phones are... Okay, hey, there you go. Do I, I hear something? Up. Yo, Hi. <laughs> Scary, is there something wrong with the Who's stuff? that voice? Hi, hi, Anthony. Oh, that's Elvis Duran. All right, hey, Elvis. Way, we've got, okay, we have Anthony Rodilla in the studio. Nothing is working. He's not even on camera. I can't look at him. Scary's not pushing the buttons. It's like this day is just crap. Crap! I don't even want to be on camera with you, Elvis. I feel like you're like a distant pen pal. I really am. Okay, I, I will tell you, uh, I'm not I'm not feeling well. I'm under the weather. They don't want me in the studio. They're afraid I'm going to infect everyone with my sickness. <laughs> well, uh, I, I'll tell you, last night I wanted to do something special for you, and uh, I feel used and abused this morning. Oh. What wow. were you going to do? I, what did I, was, I miss out on? I was up at 10 o'clock at night making my homemade chicken parm. For <gasps> oh, wow. I have, yeah. I, I have two trays of chicken parm, and one of them shaped like a penis, and I don't know who's going to eat that now. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, that was specifically made for you. Do you know how embarrassing it is? I call to, dibs on that. You know how embarrassing it is when my daughter comes downstairs and I have to lie to her that the 
penis-shaped cookie cutter <laughs> is like a balloon, and she didn't believe me. <laughs> I love that you have a penis-shaped cookie cutter in your in your kitchen. This I ordered it on Amazon for you. I had this whole thing planned out. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Every time Anthony Rodia's in, I'm either out of town in a studio or I'm sick and I'm not there. And yeah. you must get you must have a complex. I mean, yeah. you just think I hate you. I you know I love you. I yeah, adore well, you. I don't believe you. I was supposed to be there today. Just words, Elvis. Actions speak louder than words. (laughs) I I was supposed to be there with you. I'm so sorry. And then go about Johnny's in last week, and you were here. Oh, I felt awesome. That was a good feeling day. That's messed up. Did you just say you were feeling awesome? <laughs> awesome. Yeah, Juma, uh, Goomba Johnny Day, I was at the peak of uh, physical health. Well, you don't have no idea what I'm going to do to your gold mic when the, we go on break. <laughs> oh, well, what, you know what? <laughs> you oh have no God. idea who else has done it before you, so there's that. I wouldn't lick it. Oh, hey, so wow. anyway, Anthony Rodia is here. Let's go ahead and get that all out of the way. Mm-hmm. Just, I, I swear to you, next time I'm going to be there. If you're not here next time, I'm going to be wherever you are. Like, okay. they're going to be watching you on camera, and you're going to slowly see my head show up behind you. <laughs> like, right behind you. I like that. I like that. No problem. Hey, everyone, say good morning to Anthony Rodia. He morning. made it in. What's up? Well, so where's the chicken parm? There was no parm. Oh, yeah. There's two trays. Like, where's the penis-shaped parm? No, that's a lie. I can't, no. I can't make penis-shaped oh. chicken color to my house with my daughter. She observes everything and talks about it in right. school. <laughs> Absolutely. My, fa- my father, put, uh, he was, uh, in the, over the summer, he was in my pool teaching her how to swim. Mm-hmm. And um, I hope I can say this on the air. It's not a curse, but whatever. We said penis, so I think I'm good. Penis um, is good. My, my, my wife's like, hey, go outside. Your, fa- your father's teaching your daughter how to swim. I'm like, she's had four years of swimming lessons and he can't swim. She goes, I know. So I go outside and he's got her in his hands, like old school way of teaching people how to swim, which never worked. And he's going, come on, to kick your feet, to kick your feet, okay? Now move your hands like a doggy style. I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you saying? He goes, doggy style, that's the way you're making people swim. I'm like, no, 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 no. Doggy paddle is how you swim. Doggy oh, no. style is how I made her. That's totally different. You don't swim. From doggy style. <laughs> so I had to actually lie to her and tell her that doggy style. Because so I said to her, I said, Gabrielle, you can't repeat that in school. You're, you're gonna you're gonna get me arrested or something. And she goes, Well, you told me that if I wasn't able to say something, you would at least explain to me why I can't oh, say no. the meaning behind oh, it. Boy. How'd that work out for you? Look at this memory this little thing has. So I said, Doggy style was an ancient way how people killed dogs what they would do is they would dress somebody up as a dog hence doggy style and then once the dog felt comfortable somebody else would come and and put the dog to sleep and she goes why would anybody do that i said i don't know she goes i hate doggy style i go ironically you and your mother now have something in common (laughs) oh my god (laughs) by the way no offense anthony i mean your description of doggy style was no no, nowhere near is is Innocent as the real doggy style. Right. I mean, you, you made it worse. Can't make it innocent for my daughter. It has to either scare her or traumatize her for her not to want to repeat it. <laughs> so funny. So this is what parenting's about: scaring yes. and traumatizing. Is, is that- you have to. I've learned that if you take the word families, I've always found it ironic that it ends in the word lies. You have to lie to your kids in order to get stuff through to them. You can't be truthful all the time. And if there's any parent out there that tells me that, Danielle, have you ever lied to your kids? Of course. You see, I love how she just blatantly admits it without trying to get it. I lie to my kids all the time. You have yeah. to. My daughter thinks that uh, Elf on the Shelf is on uh, disability because I don't want to move him this year. No. <laughs> oh, my God. What? I know, but you know, in turn, they will lie to you. 
Danielle's like, stop! Don't say yeah, that! Yeah, I know. She gets Listen. really mad when you talk about E, e on the S. My, my, elf <laughs> on the shelf, my elf on the shelf is lazy too, but comes every year. No, oh, mine's, hey. mine's on disability. He's collecting unemployment right now. And I told her that if she behaves herself, he might visit the house again next year. Are you guys, like, as parents, ever worried about the rude awakening your kid's going to get when she uses doggy style in the wrong way with her friends who know what it means? Yeah. Okay. Rude awakenings is how I was raised. Oh. You know how many rude awakenings I had when I got home? And, yeah. like, I found something out at 15, and my mother was like, I had to lie to you. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, what? She was like, I, I, I look like an what idiot. What was it? I had to lie what to you. What was it? What was I it? I forgot. It was so many things. I mean, one thing, my father, until I was, like, 18, I, I thought that you couldn't go in the water after you ate. And that's a yeah. lie. Yeah. Well, yeah. He right? still says That's a big it. lie. He, he did it to me like two years well, ago. But you know, you, know why, you know why parents came up with that? You're going to have cramps if you swim. Because they don't eat. want you. They want to relax after they eat. They're they don't lazy. have to watch you. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. Your, your dad wants to sit around with his hand down his pants yeah. just relaxing and yeah. burping up, you know, the nice picnic he, lunch he mom made. He did it to me two years ago. I'm in my 40s. Yeah. He's like, oh, and, and the explanations he has, it's just like, and I'm finding myself doing that with my kids. Like, it's just not a simple lie. It's a whole story. He goes, oh, you know, I had a friend when he was 14 years old in Italy. He you know, listened to the mother after one hour. He jumped in the ocean. He could die. I said, how did he <laughs> die? He got, he got attacked by a shark. I said, what does that have to do about the sandwich? The shark knew the sandwich was in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Plausible. You could have just stopped. It kind of makes sense if you think about nice. it. I just stayed out of the water. It worked. It, it makes was 41 it makes, years old. It makes like no the, sense at all. It's like the gum tree. Like, don't swallow your gum. Yeah. You'll get a gum tree in yeah. your stomach. No, you'll no just, you won't. But they told us that you would. The the only thing that'll happen is your poop will look very interesting. I've learned that. Yeah, it will blow a bubble out your butt. There's that. Depending <laughs> right. on which gum you're using. Hey, by the way, uh, Anthony Rodia is out on the road. And it seems like you've been out with jo with Goomba Johnny for quite a while. Yeah. We had Johnny on last week. And, you know, he's an old, dear friend of ours. And we oh, just I love know. him. Oh, I know. Having him on the show, is it's more than him being a funny guy. He's just... Thoughtful and sweet and yes. kind. Yeah, okay. The total opposite of you. <laughs> wow, wow. First of all, Johnny's the mean one out of the group. Okay, but what he does is he, he strategically triggers my anger on our podcast so then we go to shows and everyone's like Johnny are you okay he spoke exactly. very I'm like he's the mad one he he's pushes the, the buttons he, he, so so I got text messages I was out away on a golf trip my sister texts me and she goes hey hey bro I think Johnny just called you fat on the air and I go what <laughs> And do we have a clip of what I want to analyze what I didn't want to listen yes, to it until I got here, but I'm pretty sure he called me fat. Okay, let's listen to what Johnny said about Anthony Rodia when he was here. Here we go. Anthony Rodia's out on the road, of course. He w refuses to leave home without Goomba Johnny on stage with him. Yeah. And now he's on a golf trip now. Is, is he golfing? Yeah, he's he's <laughs> he he doesn't look it, but he's a tremendous athlete. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm gonna, okay. get in I'm gonna get in trouble for saying that, but that's well, calling me fat. Now wait a minute. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. There are a lot of athletes that are overweight. Like that's sumo, me fat sumo, too. sumo wrestlers, for instance. Sure. That's like Once me again. saying, you know, Johnny at sixty-seven years old is quite geriatric, although he doesn't look it. <laughs> he could have been referring to you as model esque. No, no, I know Johnny. No, Cherubesque. He means I have a big head, broad shoulders, and I'm a little stubbly on the stomach portion. Wait, wait, wait! wait. But you just called him sixty-seven. Is he? I thought he was like sixty. 
No, Johnny's 67. 67 years old. Same age as my dead. mom. He looks amazing. Oh, he yeah. Let's just amazing. drench him with compliments. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> once, again, once again, he's the darling of the duo. <laughs> this is unbelievable. I don't know how he gets the nice role. And I, we go to we go to shows and they're like, you know, you should see somebody about your anger. I go, no, I just don't like dealing with senior citizens. Aren't you one? And, and, then, and then, then I get a complex. for They take me seriously. I'm like, I do comedy. I'm just very honest about it but he and then he'll like milk it he's like yeah you know he yells at me a lot behind closed doors i'm like johnny shut up dude i'm gonna no. hit you in your bad knee i get i get it though i mean I, there, is a, there is a magic to playing the victim card right yes and he does it very well but hey but well, hold on a second are you having fun out on the road with I johnny i mean you guys still loving going up on stage yeah doing your I, honestly all joking aside i don't know how johnny does it because there's times where i'm exhausted after like a full weekend like we you know we had weekends where we fly to one state, do a show, fly back to another state in the morning, do another show, fly to another state, do an I'm loving it. Uh, but you know, we've got twenty something years between us and he, he just keeps grinding it. Like I'm waiting for the day that he looks at me and goes, Can't do this anymore and I'm like, Oh wow, about time. But like I I'm waiting for him to quit and the guy just doesn't quit. Like I just want one year without going by Johnny because here's the thing. Johnny reminds me of what kind of husband I am. I yell at him for the same stuff I get yelled at at home. It's amazing. Like Johnny makes coffee, the milk is on the counter, the 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 coffee grinds are all over the place. Johnny makes like I I look at him and I'm like, dude, you're just gonna eat that sandwich on the couch with no plate? Get a plate! And he's like, dude, are we married? And then like well. I'll go home and Michelle will say to me. Uh, I'll tell her. I'm like, do you believe this guy just ate a sandwich on the couch with no plate? She's like, are you serious right now? She's like, you yell at him for the same things I yell at you for See, every day. You are married. Day. <laughs> you are yeah. married. No, no. It's a, it's, it's, my, my marriage to Johnny is like everyone else's marriage after a certain amount of time. We argue. He does things to piss me off. And we barely sleep together. So you just described every single person in this room. Yeah. Yeah, we barely sleep together as well. Yeah. You just you just just described us, and we've been doing this thing. Some of us for twenty or four or five years, seven, twenty-eight, eight years. Yeah, you guys yeah. been doing because I've been listening to you guys since high school. Wow. Now, wow. who's yeah. making who feel old? I'm, I'm sorry, you guys <laughs> called me unathletic and mean. <laughs> Anthony, can we go back? Can we go back to? Hold on, can we go back to something you were talking about a second ago? How, yeah. Where you'll go out there and as a part of your your rhythm on stage, you do get a little louder and you ha you have the voice of someone who's like irritated at something in life, yeah. and people take it seriously sometimes. They don't so, know it. They forget it. It's, it's a show. Yeah, sometimes we get that too. Like, they explain so, to me how to get through this. So I, I've been I've been going back and forth. Like I'm. I, I'm doing my special. I'm filming my my first comedy special this Saturday uh, at the Paramount in, on Long Island. And wow, you know, I'm talking to my agent back and forth, and he's like, "Well, you know, what are you going to put in? What are you going to take out?" And we've had offers to have it uh, on a, a major streaming network, but everyone's always said, "Well, we'll take it, but can you water it down a little bit?" And can you I'm water like, it down? What does that mean, water it down? Like worrying their, their about words. who it's going to offend. And I'm like, listen. Comedy should never be looked at as an attack. It should be looked at as an escape from reality. So if you're sitting in an audience or you're watching comedy at home and you're offended by it, you're looking at it from the wrong standpoint, yeah. from the wrong angle. So I said to myself, you know what? I've bet on myself since day one. When I quit my job to do comedy, you know, thousands of people told me I was making the wrong decision. So I'm going to bet on myself again. And I told them, listen, I don't need to go with a network. So I'm
I'm going to probably, uh, I'm funding it myself, I'm doing it myself, and I'm putting it on YouTube for free for everyone to watch because at the end of the day, I don't want, especially the new fans, to watch me and not realize that I'm a comedian that doesn't care what I say. I'm going to speak the truth, speak the facts, and I'm going to make comedy of, out of everything. And, uh... And some people might think I'm angry, and sometimes I am. I think I have my best comedy shows when I'm angry and irritated. <laughs> right. Yeah, but some people I get take it. it so serious. Yeah, I know. Keep in mind, we're on four hours every day, and eventually we're all going to say one or two things that people get upset at. Yeah, you're, you're and not going like, to please really? everybody. Yeah, well, and I'm okay with that. You know, I I am too. I I am as well. I mean, you have to be. Otherwise, it's, I, you, I had a woman. You, you hide under the bed. There was a woman that came up to me after one of my shows. It was fifteen hundred people. It was a standing ovation. She comes up to me afterwards after the meet and greet, and she goes, "I just wanted to tell you, I didn't enjoy that." And I said, "Well, you're not the first woman to tell me that." I said, oh. "But uh, I, <laughs> I was being honest." And I said, uh, "You know, do you understand how ratios and numbers work?" And she said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, fifteen hundred people in that theater." She goes, yeah. I said, do you think that I care what one person thinks? She goes, are you telling me I don't? You don't care about my opinion? It's exactly what I'm telling you. Yes. Have a nice night. <laughs> Hope your ride home is miserable and fully triggered. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I don't understand. I she, goes, you. she goes, oh, you were talking about something about a heavy uncle of yours, and I suffer from a thyroid condition. I go, well, I'm going to tell you the same thing I told him. No, you don't. You suffer from an I'm not full condition. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to come at me, I'm coming back at you. And the funny thing is, my uncle doesn't even know how to pronounce it. I said, Uncle John, you know, you got you got to lose weight. You're getting too big. You're at that age where it's not healthy. He goes, no, no, no. I think I got a Tyrone condition. I go, you're going to blame a black guy you've never met on your weight? I don't oh think that's God. right. <laughs> and that's what, she, that's what she was triggered by, a thyroid joke. People I, amaze I have me. thyroid cancer. I think I'm very offended right now. Are you? Yeah. Oh, well, like that lady, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean, after a while, it, well, I, I look but at it this you way. You beat it's, it. It's not, it's not you don't, you don't care. It's just you, you don't want to give it attention that it doesn't deserve. I mean, right. exactly. It's not that I'm an insensitive, you know, angry, triggered, you know, uh, person like going by johnny wants to describe me but um i it's it's not that i don't care it's it's the fact that if i actually took the stage and worried about what i said and who i'm gonna offend number one my comedy wouldn't be as funny number two my actual real fans that understand comedy wouldn't enjoy it you cannot go through life like that's why the 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 the, the, the place we're at now in this world that everybody is so damn concerned well we have to change this because this offends and we have to change that because that offends when you keep changing it the people that are offended are never going to be okay okay we're good we're good now they're going to keep finding things and once you change you're going to have to keep changing yesterday I went to go take Christmas pictures with my kids don't judge me I know it's September wow. but apparently it's the only slot they had so I'm sitting there in September taking Christmas pictures and okay. I go what that's the only slot they had and Michelle's like yeah I booked this a year ago I'm not going to mention the name but if anybody's ever gotten financially raped with Christmas pictures this is the place I went to so we get there and we walk in and my son Luke is three and you know Gabrielle is seven and she's kind of like at that age where she's like all right I'm gonna look around for clues like should I be aware of this and this Luca walks in and it's Santa and he goes Santa and I go oh look Luca Santa's there ho 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 and Santa pulls me aside and he goes we don't say that anymore here what I go you don't say what he goes ho 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 I go what he goes yeah we, we, we it's it's it could be offensive offensive to who three hoes 
I said, I don't know how we're really looking out for hoes. That's ridiculous. I said, what oh are you God. saying? So he goes, we we say, ha, ha, ha. Oh, jeez. Oh, I said, well, you know what? Oh, no. stop. I said, stop. I'll say, ha, 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 when you guys give me the bill for these pictures. <laughs> oh, okay. wow. I said, who, uh, we're, we're really looking out for hoes? I mean, and, and I was in Vegas. A woman, a perfect, another perfect example. Everyone's getting offended these days. I'm in Vegas. I'm doing a, I'm doing a show at the Venetian. A lady is approaching me on the casino floor, and this lady was drop dead gorgeous, black hair, blue eyes, phenomenal body. So I'm thinking what any married guy would think in Vegas when a woman's approaching them. I'm being set up. This woman knows my wife. So <laughs> she comes up to me, and later on, she's talking to me all, oh, you know, we can we can go upstairs and have a good time before your show. And I'm going, oh, okay. She's working. So I said, listen, I appreciate it. She goes, well, it'll be the best $4,000 you've ever spent. Woo! Oh, my I go, God. First of all, that's like $1,000 a minute, and I'm not getting into that. I said, <laughs> not paying that. So I said, I appreciate it, but I cannot sleep with an escort. She goes, okay, no problem. But just to inform you, you shouldn't uh, uh, address me as an escort. We don't appreciate that anymore. We like to go by women of the night. I said, okay, well, I'd like to really? notify you Probably that it's two o'clock in the afternoon, so I'm going to call you midday putana. Um, <laughs> I hope that doesn't offend you, but you, you came oh, to work God. a little early, Batman. I'm like, God, wow. prostitutes are getting offended now? I mean, God That's knows what she's done for 4000 And an escort is going to is gonna offend. Like, where are we right now? Like, we're in a toilet It's so zone. weird. This is the world we're living yeah. in. It's a world of people now, being triggered. What and do it's, they say? If if everything's offensive, nothing's offensive. Of so course. Yes. It's That's never going to stop. Yeah. I'm not calling my mailman a mailwoman or a postal service. I'm not changing anything. If it offends you, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make a statement now. I am offended by all the people that think I care that they're offended. I don't care. Like life is not rainbows and butterflies all the time. You're gonna get offended, things are gonna bother you. Move on. My parents told me all the time, if you don't like something, close your eyes. I mean, just it. Just don't watch. Stop ruining it for everybody else. Like the the show cops. They took it off because it's offensive. There's nothing more. There's nothing funnier than at two o'clock in the morning coming home from a bar and seeing a shirtless guy in a tractor getting pulled over with a six pack of beer and has no clue why he's getting pulled over. For sure. <laughs> what's what's problem, officer? Uh, you're you're shirtless on a tractor. Just driving home from the bar. Yeah, that's that's another offense. Like that's comedy. <laughs> but that offended people. So we're taking you know we're taking stuff off the air. I just it, it pisses me off. If you're just turning us on, this is Anthony Rodilla. Uh, his totally relatable comedy tour going on. I know. I think you're at Borgata yes. soon. Yes, uh, so down I'm in at Atlantic uh, City, Paramount Theater this Saturday uh, for the uh, the special two shows. First show sold out. Second show still has seats. I'm at the Borgata. Uh, this next Saturday and Friday and Saturday, uh, Saturday shows sold out. Friday still has seats, and I was going to extend the invitation to Scary if he wanted to come. I could put him on the list, but Matt Reif's not going to be there, so I don't know if he actually. <laughs> oh no! They're actually asking on the text. Do you oh, know no. Matt Reif? So me and Matt actually have. I've never haven't met him yet, but we have the same agent. Uh, me and Matt so he's doing amazing um, it could be uh, you know it's part his comedy and the other part is because he has a high metabolism abs and he has the jaw of a Greek god so I hate him go. for that because I have no but I'm getting fat from the chicken parm and I'm not even eating it. it's just close and, and enough don't to forget me Matt's, don't forget Matt's eyes I mean they are pools of ecstasy yeah, no, he's got that going keep loading up on the cop 
compliments for everybody else yeah, except the mean, angry comedian <laughs> that's sitting there chicken park. He looks like he'd I be very athletic. Exactly. Wow. You know, he eats wow, chicken, baby, but not you went there. <laughs> he likes chicken parm, but not yeah. parm. Just, just the chicken. Yeah. So hey, I, I know way, Scary has like a door-sized poster of him in his house. <laughs> you know. But uh, Matt's killing it, and you know I just I hate that he has metabolism. <laughs> Anthony, yeah. uh, another thing this brings up in my mind: I have become addicted to watching heckler videos mm-hmm. at comedy show. Hecklers at comedy show videos. <laughs> where when the when the whoever's on stage by the way no one should be heckling anyone okay right. but when the the comedian on stage actually slices and dices and of course the, the audience immediately goes right to the uh, the comics side right and i but why do people think in this day and age compared to maybe 10 15 years ago heckling is their right because they're doing it they're doing it almost every show well, and it's 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 so stupid i hate it um, I don't get heckled much. I had one lady approach the stage at the Borgata telling me that she lost 35 pounds and she was high on weed. And uh, I don't think she's left her house since then because oh, no. I, the next 20 minutes was very brutal for her and I posted it online. Uh, but I honestly, and some comics aren't going to like it, but I think it's partially comedian's fault to why it's been so it's been happening so often now. If you look at comedy uh, pages, a lot of these comics are posting crowd work. You know, Matt Reif is amazing right. at it. Um, Matt Reif's a little different because he includes the crowd in it. But, you know, you have all these comedians that post crowd work. So now people go to their shows. And I don't think they're heckling to disrespect them. I think they're heckling because they want to be a part of their show. They want the comedian to drag them into the show. Right. Me, I don't do crowd work. I If it happens, like last week and I was in Nashville and I came out to the song, um, the, uh, Try This in a Small Town. Right, I like to stir the pot a little bit. So I mm-hmm. said, imagine this song is controversial, and one of the lines is "Don't punch an old lady in the face." Even though there's been times where I've felt that I wanted to punch an old lady in the face, <laughs> and then two minutes after, some old lady in the front, like 80 years old, white hair cane, she goes, "I love Zia Lucia." I said, "That's that's great. That's awesome." She goes, "And I love your dad. When is he coming back from from Italy?" I said, "He'll be back on the 26th." How's your kids? And I said, "None of you've ever wanted to punch an old lady in the face like now." <laughs> And so I'll bring it in if I have to, but oh my I normally don't do crowd work. Um, number one, because I have so much material that I want to get to. And number two, I feel like when you go to a comedy show, you should be there to watch the comedian. You shouldn't be a part of the show. You're not going there to be a part of it. You're going there to enjoy it. Um, but I think that's where the heckling comes from. I think they just want to be a part of the, the crowd work because they know that it's probably going to get posted online and they're going to oh be a part God. of the show. I'd be so afraid. To do, I'd be afraid to say anything. Oh, absolutely. Because, because yeah. there is a very, very good chance the audience is going to turn against you oh, and you're yeah. in the middle of that oh, audience. Yeah. I'm like, oh, leave them alone. I think I've gotten heckled You know, that one time in Borgata and then one time in Florida and I'm very quick and I I am angry uh, sometimes I hate to admit it but it's the Italian in me so I like I like confrontation you know like Michelle always asked me why are you up late at night answering the negative comments you know you're not funny I don't like your video you're harsh I, why don't you just concentrate on the nice you know fans and I'm like I like you know oh you know you've got me through COVID or you're so funny mm, kind of boring um, it's like yeah great thanks move on oh, I want the con- I want the confrontation. You know, I want. Hey, I don't think you're funny. You should quit comedy. I'm like, oh, well, I think you should quit eating because I can't see your nine chins through. Like, I just go oh right my. at them. Oh I like God. that. I love it. I love it. And, or then, or I'll go to their Facebook page and find like a picture of them and their friend. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's why your best friend Eric really doesn't think you're his best friend, loser. And how do you know Eric? And I'm like, oh, the tables have turned. <laughs> I, I like to go at them. 
because that's more enjoyable. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my God. I By the can't. way, I've been watching the text messages, Anthony, and the number one complaint about your visit with us yeah. is uh, the conversation about Elf on the Shelf. Other than that, you're golden. You're good. <laughs> Yeah, Rodea. so I don't know. You're, you're triggering. Anthony Rodia, I tell you, we love it when you're here. I, I've never, you know, I, I would, I'd love to shake your hand one day. I don't even know what it feels like. I'll just walk up to one of the screens and high five you like you're in prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm I sort of am. I love how he says it. I love it when you're here. That's why I'm not. Yep. Yeah. Very hurt. And you are missing out because Gandhi and I both said he smells really good. Yeah. I've got on, uh, a mixture of Creed and ricotta cheese. <laughs> oh. A little dairy. I call it Recreed. Rick, Rick <laughs> Why not? Excellent. Anthony Rodia, you can catch him out on the uh, Totally Relatable Tour. <laughs> I dare you to not go. But plus he's there with Goomba Johnny, who yeah. we love as well. Anthony, I promise you, you will not come back on this show unless I'm in the room with you. I swear to you. Well, I have a promise for you. I know where your other house is, and I promise you, I will be there. <laughs> come on out. Here. That would be so funny. I will dress up as like a raccoon or something in like one of those animal mascot costumes, and when I take come off on. my head, it's on. I'm, I'm very this into really it. This really is Matt Damon on Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> it is! <laughs> it totally it is. is! And Matt Damon would totally do that. He'd I'm like, what is he? Heterophobic? Is that a term? <laughs> I think it is now. It works for me. Anthony Rodia, thank you so much for coming uh, on today. Always, always fun with you guys. Thank and, you. And thank you for the parm. I wish I could eat it. And even if I could eat it, I couldn't taste it yeah, because I'll I'm all stopped you. up. Yeah, I'll mail do. you a chicken cutlet. <laughs> I would love that. Anthony Rodia, everyone. We love, love you guys. That's weird. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. <laughs> yeah, it's Halloween season. Coming up, it's rapidly approaching. But you know what doesn't have to be scary? Hiring. Sam and I were talking about this. It's scary, right? You're out there. You're finding somebody new for your company. You want them to be a great fit, but you're scared about having to hire them in the first place. But you know who's not scared? ZipRecruiter. Nothing scares them. Whatever business you have, you need to hire the right people, and that's what ZipRecruiter is there to help you do. And you can try it for free right now at ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. You might not realize it, but great candidates are around every corner, and ZipRecruiter's smart tech technology scans thousands of resumes to find them for you. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Their matching technology takes over and you get quality applicants immediately. You don't have to be scared of hiring. ZipRecruiter's turning the lights on. So go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. <laughs>